0: Higgins.
1: welcome to the jeremiah show today we are uh partnering up with out comes the sun and melissa yamaguchi is here to, with me to co-host uh we're going to talk about my wildlife we're going to take you into africa we're going to introduce you to roy zantinsky of my wildlife um and we're going to meet the man behind the lens roy has been photographing that magnificent creatures of southern africa for over 10 years Besides being a wildlife photographer, Roy is also a film director and a director of photography. He's a producer. He's a fashion photographer and a musician and has been a film festival juror, including the International Emmy Awards. Roy studied film at the Brooks Institute in Santa Barbara, California. In fact, I'm looking right out the window here at the radio station and I can see where Brooks Used to be, I used to love the photographers and work with a lot of the photographers in Brooks. It's such a great and was such a great institute here in Santa Barbara. I miss it. And Roy went there in the 1980s, and since then he has traveled the world and added a lot of experience and shot a lot of camera rolls before it became digital, <laughs> and is uh, taking a lot of great pictures. We're going to explore those photos and those films. And what Roy is doing now, today, as the two shows join together, The Jeremiah Show and Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Melissa Yamaguchi, again, is my co-host today. Um, Roy is a recipient of the South African Film Industry's Best Mentor Award for his work in transformation and is also a winner of the best cinematography. Roy, how do I say that? How do I pronounce that? Mignette VUCA?
2: The VUCA Awards, the Mnet VUCA Awards.
1: Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Roy has also delivered master classes in directing and cinematography at several, several universities. And he was the head of film at AFDA Film School. Welcome, Roy. Welcome, Melissa.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Lovely to be here. And thank you very much for having me on your shows. I want to actually
1: talk a little bit. I always say, you know, for my show, it's a peek behind the curtain. I love, I love the stuff that happens to make things happen. The thing, the hard work that goes in be, behind the scenes. And I wanted to let the listener know we've been talking to Roy. Uh, Melissa, Mariel, and I for about, I don't know, three weeks or so, maybe four going back and forth and trying to find the right time because Roy's in Africa right now. And the sun just set behind him and his villa. We watched it go down and uh, apparently all the animals come out at feeding time at the, at the sunset. But we had to really work with you, Roy, to get a time for to do this interview because from what I understand, I'm going to let you explain it. There are uh, rolling blackouts, or there are certain days that you have actually have power and Wi-Fi. Well,
2: tell us a little bit about the challenges um, that you face there. As well, far unfor- yeah, unfortunately, we've we've had a bit of a, a problem with our power grid in South Africa at the moment. So they're having to do these load shedding things, which puts you out of power sometimes for most of your day. And so it's really hard for me because it's it's fine. Those are great times to go out there and photograph. But when you have to come back and process your photographs and put them and load them and do anything or any communication with the outside world, you don't have that. So um, the, in fact, yesterday there was a, a big national protest in South Africa uh, about the government that have kind of let... Um, the equipment uh, not work anymore by not maintaining it over some years so we are faced with these challenges but um you know we we are resilient south africans and we always make a plan and work around whatever our situation is and make the best of it so but that has been a bit of a difficult situation especially uh, lining up this this interview because i was a bit worried that at last minute, the government would suddenly announce, oh, sorry, we've got load shedding during those hours, in which case we'd have to have canceled this interview. So I'm very glad it's all happening and we've got the power. <laughs> uh, you got the power, and I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. And uh,
1: it's such an honor to have you on the show. I'm glad it all worked out. It was meant to be, right, Roy? <laughs> yeah, absolutely meant to be. Very
2: happy to be here.
1: So tell me a little bit. You were telling us off, offline here before we started the show. Uh, at. At sunset, outside the villa, you know the animals come out, and and we also tried to set up the interview where we were able to capture some of that, but I think we just missed it by you know half hour or so, or an hour. Yeah. Um, but you you did have
2: some visitors up on your deck today tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Earlier on, I was uh, we tried to run into town, and uh, we couldn't get out of our driveway because there were four giraffe in our driveway and. <laughs> You know, you just kind of throw your hands up, turn the motor <laughs> off and wait for them to move. And, but it was a beautiful sighting because they were like standing in the middle of the road. And they kind of glanced over at us and kind of looked at us for a while, but didn't budge. They just stayed in the middle of the road. And uh, I said to my wife, Linda, who's visiting from uh, San Diego at the moment, I said, this is it, you know, like we're, on the, we're in their world and we're on their time. So right. we just got to sit back and wait for them to move, and they'll move along. And I've been telling her about how much the animals come and visit the villa, and just for the last few days, we haven't had any. And then we came inside when we got back from shopping, and there was some water back just outside, yeah, just in front of my deck. And I said, I told you, so. they do come. They do come. And uh, there there they were. And we made a little video for my granddaughter to send uh, send her to show her because she just loves the animals.
1: Oh, yeah. All kids love animals. You you said they're coming to visit you, your grandchildren?
2: Yes, they're coming. Uh, uh, It's my uh, daughter's big birthday party we're going to have in March next year. So they're all coming. And uh, at that stage, my granddaughter will be four. And my grandson will be two, so I think it'll be a lovely age for them to experience a bit of Africa. It's perfect time. They call me Africa Grandpa. So. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a cool name. I like that name.
1: <laughs> well, you've so, been on like, the Gatswana Game Reserve for how long now, and and what made you what decide to move there?
2: You know, it was one of those uh, situations. Uh, the you know, COVID came along, and uh, and we. We went through some pretty hard times um, because my wife had to go off to California. My daughter wasn't well. So she went off to California uh, to go and look after my daughter. And I was stuck at home and we were getting pretty frustrated. And um, uh, we were forced uh, uh, to, unfortunately, close her gallery. She had a a magnificent photographic gallery uh, at a a wonderful spot place in Cape Town called the Old Biscuit Mill. It was one of the most popular galleries, uh, photographic galleries. And uh, business just ran dry. And, and Linda got stuck in the US. Uh, I got stuck. Yeah, and literally, we were both going for the birth of our grandchild. And she went a bit early because my daughter wasn't well. And I uh, waited uh, for, in Cape Town for the real time when we, were book- we booked our flights. And COVID happened in between, so I got stuck here. Mm. And we got a bit, frust- I got a bit frustrated, and you know, a bit of cabin fever, staying at home. And uh, you know, I said to my best mate, "Let's do a road trip." You know, and it was a difficult time to do a road trip during COVID. But I just wanted to go to the bush and be with the animals, and for me, that was my safe place and my happy place. So off we went, and we went off to a reserve called the Addo Elephant Park, where you see hundreds of elephants huge groups of herds and it was magnificent and we stayed in a a little resort just outside of the park and we were the only guests and there were like a staff of 16 people looking after the two of us and they they allowed it because you know they had some like south african special on because they also didn't have any tourists coming and also you know so a little bit of income would suit them so we stayed there And we had a fabulous trip. And then we were bitten by the bug of, you know, being in a reserve. And we thought on our way back to Cape Town, uh, let's stop at Gondwana. I've never been to, uh, at that stage, never been to Gondwana Gamers. And I said, listen, it's a reserve I've never been to. Let's see if we can get in. And they also had a special. So I uh, went off, we went off to Gondwana. And I remembered that I had an old school friend from years ago. Uh, uh, that had a home in Gondwana. And so I called her up and said, we want to come and visit. And uh, we popped in and met with her. And then after that, she said, go, go stay at my villa. Whenever I was feeling a little bit down and frustrated about being alone during COVID, she'd go, hey, go stay at my villa. Very, very kind friend of mine, Laura. and uh, Which I did. And... Uh, eventually just absolutely fell in love with this place and fell in love with being here and learned more and more about what an incredible reserve it was and what an incredible, uh, how amazing the owners are and what they've done to create this beautiful biodiverse place where because of the way they've set it up, the, animal, this, it's, the animals are so prolific. Like they are they're little babies everywhere because they feel so comfortable. And um, and I love, one of my favorites is photographing baby animals. So uh, the, the first time we got together there were these tiny little baby lion cubs, and they were so special to photograph. And I'd just come from photographing these beautiful baby elephants and Addo. And this was, you know, that was, that, that was this for me. And I decided this is the place I want to stay. Uh, this is the place I want to live. And now here I am and uh, fortunately thankful to to our good friend jonathan uh, who i met while i was in jonathan platt who i met while i was in san diego and uh, i think he took a a strong liking to my wildlife photography and uh, has helped set up my wildlife with our uh, uh, his other good partner daniel Sater, and i'm very thankful to both of them and grateful to them every day for being in this amazing place and being able to do what I absolutely love every day.
1: I am always grateful for Jonathan Platt, what, such a great guy. And I'm so happy that he connected the two of us and you've mentioned your photography. Um, I wanted to just jump in real quick and Melissa's going to take it, take over from here. Check out, if you're listening or watching right now, go to my wildlife.com and wild is spelled W Y L D and there is you can see on the uh, on the menu bar there photos by roy and they're just incredible so beautiful so incredible very stunning. stunning yeah you want you really want to check them out uh, melissa
3: I shared with you briefly before we started to air that I have been to South Africa. I've been lucky enough to be to, to go to South Africa twice in my life, once before I had children, and the second time with my children when they were three and five, and now they're twenty-one and twenty-three. So it's been a bit, but I re- still have the stories of my time there imprinted so an indelible print in my brain of how wonderful and special South Africa is, and because you've had such an immersive. Boots on the ground, experience there. I'm really chomping at the bit to hear some of your favorite stories that you'd like to share with us about being on the reserve and being around the animals.
2: Um, yeah, I'm. You know, I, every day is a new story, and every day is a whole <laughs> new experience. And uh, I feel like I'm learning so much from observing animal behavior. Um. I think particularly elephants. Elephants I find absolutely fascinating. What, what I find fascinating is, is how they relate to each other and, and their whole social behavior and their family rituals and how they handle birth and how they handle death and kind of everything in between. Um, it's amazing to observe. And I, you know, I, I can sit at one of the waterholes and, and watch these elephants for, for long periods of time. Because you you know they're very they're very intelligent creatures they um, you, you know they have obviously the biggest brain of any land animal yes. but besides that they, you know they they uh, feel deep emotion like they, they the way they connect with each other and use their trunks to relate to each other because uh, their their trunks are their most like sensitive organ and they'll they'll caress each other with a trunk. And they'll use it to kind of make a, the baby elephant feel okay and help lift it up. And if it's in a, in a situation. And I, I just find that amazing, you know, just watching these, these elephants. It's uh, for me, it's an absolute thrill.
3: It's, well, it was, it's, it's certainly amazing. I remember, I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. I didn't have the fortuitous opportunity to be around elephants, but the giraffe and the springbuck and the rhinos. And there was a brand new baby rhino that had been born. So I know the beauty of the babies and that, that the sweet innocence of babies translates. No, no matter what the form is so i can imagine why did why i've been to i've been to some reserves when i was there why god's want reserve talk to me about the importance of the, that reserve
2: you know the setting it's it's extremely picturesque because it's set in in something called feinbus, which is a local mm-hmm. wild bush that grows out here various forms of it and it's, it's so unusual. It's not like Kruger Park that's set in very dry kind of bush area. This is set in quite a lush kind of beautiful green uh, setting. And there's a, a magnificent mountain backdrop behind Gondwana. So, you know, for me, it's all about the pictures and, and, and the visuals and, you know, my cinematography and what I can get. And the combination of that feinboss, the animals in that feinboss against these mountains, I just found to be absolutely magnificent. I also have huge respect for what the owners have done with this place and, um, and also what the, the, the head conservationist and the conservationist team have done with this place. They really are the real deal. They are passionate. They are totally, totally passionate about the biodiversity that they've created about studying the animals the research groups that work over here all the time and they bring in foreign students who want to learn more and they take them around and there's like a whole teaching program i, I find that incredible so um you know for me that's why i've kind of chosen gondwana as my base and kind of and the main uh, reserve that i'd like to spend my time with so yeah i love gondwana
1: we're talking with Roy Zetiski, My Wild Life." Go to mywildlife.com. Wild is spelled W-Y-L-D. MyWildlife.com. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about My Wildlife. It's a platform that explores amazing images and intimate experiences of wildlife through the lenses of celebrated photographer and filmmaker. Roy Zatisky located in some of the most exotic game reserves throughout Africa. And along the way, you're going to learn about the animals, the way that they coexist, some of them even have names, and how they relate to nature. Learn more and join the tribe on Instagram and YouTube at mywildlifeofficial. On Twitter and Facebook at mywildlife And the website, again, is mywildlife.com. Don't forget, wild is spelled with a Y, -Y W-Y-L-D. We'll be right back with more of Roy Zatiski, My Wildlife.
4: Oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man, cub, and stroll right into town and be just like the other men. I'm tired of walking around. Oh, Ooby Doo. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. you see it's true. And they black me.
0: I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe.
3: Hi there, everybody. This is Ann H. Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Please visit me at MarielleHemingway.co or the All for One Club and join the Barefoot Challenge.
0: Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung
1: on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three.
0: Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
3: with Outcomes the Sun podcast and we're here today co-hosting with Jeremiah Higgins on the Jeremiah Show and so lovely so wonderful to be here with Roy Zetiski from My Wildlife Official at, on Instagram and that's wild with a Y, W-Y-L-D. That's how wild it is, he must, he spells it differently. <laughs> you can also find him on Twitter and Facebook at My Wildlife, and please go to www.mywildlife.com and check out his site. I took a chance to get on there and look around. His photography is amazing and the work he's doing to preserve the animal life in Africa is, is astounding. So please help out and go to that site and donate if you can. Roy, we are so honored to be with you today. Your stories are enchanting and you're such a great storyteller. So thank you for sharing your time with us. I was reading through some of the work you're doing, and you have a program called Synopsis. And it really struck me because the work that Mariel and I do on Outcomes the Sun podcast and through her Mariel Hemingway Foundation is working with people and understanding mental health and how to get them to the position of well-being. And I've, I've started understanding that animals also suffer from mental health issues, in particular depression. And as you were sharing with us earlier about the elephant's I'm sure there's a plenty of stories we can talk about with the death of of within the elephant pack and how they handle that. And also anxiety, whether it's separation anxiety or because animals don't have the ability to worry about the future. It's anxiety about maybe what's happening around them. Can you talk to us about the interaction more about the interaction of animals? I'd love to hear. We'd love to hear about that.
2: Absolutely. So you know I, I, I I'm drawn back to telling more stories about the elephants because they have a they have a particular ritual. Uh, when they lose an elephant, they'll go back uh, at later date and they'll form a little almost circle around where the bones are of that elephant, and they'll caress the bones with their trunk because they have they have huge memory capacity. So elephants will remember, which which helps the matriarch because the matriarch will always remember, where the water hole was, even if it's miles and miles away, the matriarch remembers how to get to the water hole. So they'll form this, do this whole ritual for those who have passed. And they it, it it's it's amazing to watch and I'm I fortunately witnessed it a couple of times. And I'm always moved by it because now that I know what they what they're actually doing, you know, they're not just Running their trunk around some bones for no reason. They've actually lost a loved one. And they are very emotional creatures. They experience, you know, all the emotions love and, and they care. They've got such caring for their, for their babies and their children. And, you know, if a baby is uncomfortable and feeling a little bit anxious, all the elephants will surround and start to gently prod. The, the baby elephant with their trunks, and it's beautiful to watch because it's just such a caring thing. And I think we as humans can learn so much from these elephants. So I, I'm 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 busy with a, a, a documentary series called Life Lessons from the Wild, and um, I'm I'm wanting to compare our behaviour, humans, because I think we've lost the track, lost the path a little bit, and. And we can learn so much for, from how animals care for each other and how they respect each other and what how they they understand their boundaries, what they, you know, what they're dealing with. So for me, this is this is an, an opportunity. And because I've been in this situation where I've been able to observe animals uh, the, you know very close and for such long periods of time, I've picked up on, on these behaviorisms. And I've started researching that uh, in more depth, and I feel that that is my work here. I, I, I feel that I'm, I've been kind of led to this place to share with the world what we can actually learn from these animals. Besides biomimicry, which is like amazing things that we can learn from animals, and that humans have already adapted certain things based on what they've learned from animals, I think there's a lot more to learn. Mm-hmm. And I felt that it's the right time for a series uh, like Life Lessons for the, from the Wild. And the reser- I've got the full backing of the reserve. They love the idea of the series. And uh, at the moment, we're busy trying to find a network that would be prepared to kind of back it and finance it. So if there's anybody listening out there, I think uh, it would be a very, very amazing series. I think we can learn so much from the animals uh you know we ha- we've kind of lost the plot as humans in yeah. in many ways um you know the fact that we we kind of pump barrels and barrels of oil out from underneath the crust of the earth every day and then wonder why we're we having earthquakes mm-hmm. I mean, really, guys, this is obvious stuff to me, and I just don't think humans sometimes get it how obvious it is how we're destroying the planet, and we're having we're having big issues with, with extinction uh, of animals. You know, yes. uh, only 100 years ago, there were about 200,000 wild lions in Africa. There's only 20,000 left. And I mean, in 100 years, to have lost that percentage of, of animals and, you know, the black rhinos going extinct, uh, it's just African elephants are, are reducing in numbers. And... There is a way you can help and the, and reserves like like the like Gondwana have conservation departments that need all the support they can get so there is a link a direct link to gondwana game reserve's conservation department on our on our website where you can donate and support and it would be most most much appreciated if you do so because. We need to, you know, you know, the humans have actually are the biggest threat to the animals' existence, and we're the ones that have to do something about it. Yes. So I'm also I'm also encouraging other photographers to do a bit of a give back. You know, we we go to these game reserves, we make beautiful photographs, people buy our photographs and make money from those photographs. I reckon if every photographer just gives ten percent back to the reserve, that they took that photograph from we can actively participate Mm
4: -hmm. in making
2: the change and that's what i'm all about right now is being part of the change being part of making the difference you can go to mywildlife.com
1: wild spelled w-y-l-d roy uh, uh, to make a donation as roy's talked about and um yeah, I'd encourage all the listeners to do so. Even change, right? I mean, you said pocket yeah. change, whatever it is, it it helps. It goes a long way. Whatever you can afford to do. Uh, you mentioned at the top of that, um, Roy, that you think that we could learn, humans could learn a lot from these animals. Are there similarities that you've seen in in our behavior or? What are those lessons and, and what are those lessons that you have observed through the wildlife that you think we could, you know, maybe one or two to three points that really stand out to you that we could learn, you know, how we could learn from them?
2: Well, you know, even zebras, just the way they nurture, the way they take care of their young and how protective they are, um, I think we could learn a lot from the from their behavior. Um, and I see that with so many of the animals and, and how they interact. I, I came across a situation the other day where there were some lions and there were some rhino, and they were all, they somehow come together in the same space. And I thought, oh, oh this could be a conflictory situation. No, it wasn't at all. There was this kind of mutual respect thing that goes on. You know, the fact that somebody might be different to you, that might not be the same as you. We gotta have respect for each other as humans. And we've got to and it doesn't matter how different we all are to each other, we've still gotta have that respect. And 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 I've seen that happening amongst the animals. You know, obviously we're the law of the jungle and the strongest will survive and lions have to eat so they go and maybe kill a little springbok or whatever but that's part of nature but i've i've also seen the way they have respect for each other and that for me is an amazing thing to watch um yeah that's that's one of the one of the things i've picked up and I'm I delving think- deeper. I don't. I don't want to give too much of my show away. But uh, I'm going to go deeply into into uh, observing each animal. Every episode will be a different animal.
1: Well, let's talk about that, Roy. When we come back from break, I, I re- talk about. I, we really want to talk about the the documentary, the docu series, the the different episodes, what you're going to explore in each one, and what the, you know, what the what the goal is. Um. And and what the viewer can expect. I'd, I'd like to explore that when we come back.
2: right
3: your, your story about the animals coming together, I was waiting to hear if it was going to be the, the zebra, zebras and the, the elephants. And if that were the case, I was going to say, we need to do a group bonding moment with our political parties. That might be the thing to do to, to get them to watch the animals. That you're listening to Outcomes the Sun podcast and the Jeremiah Show. We are here today with the lovely and talented, amazing Roy Zatiski from My Wildlife Official. And please go to his website at www.mywildlife.com. We have many more exciting stories and enchanting things to share with you. Please do come back. <laughs>
0: Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks.
4: Hi, I'm Andras Jones from Radio Eight Ball, and you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. And I'm so excited that they are being so supportive of my new record. All you get.
0: the jeremiah show
4: His path was marked by the stars in the southern hemisphere, and he walked
1: the length of his days under African skies. Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show, and out comes the sun, uh, Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Mariel was going to be here today and regrets that something came up uh, uh up there in Idaho. She's up in uh, probably a bad snowstorm, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll join us. She will join us on the next one and um, sends her love and her support for My Wildlife. Roy dot mywildlife.com. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. My Wildlife is a platform that explores amazing images and really intimate experiences out in and among the wildlife. Shared through the lenses of celebrated photographer and filmmaker, our special guest today, Roy Zatiski, um, and and his photos and his films uh, are located in some of the most exotic game reserves throughout Africa. He happens to be in Gawana on uh, the game reserve there, and and uh, joins us today. We're we're talking about his new film series and and maybe breaking down the episodes and what you he plans on exploring we also want to encourage you uh you got some change there in your in your uh seat on your car on your couch in your chair on your floor on your on your in your cupboard whatever it is you got a couple dollar bills uh check out and support mywildlife.com welcome back roy and thank
3: Melissa, you. <laughs> thank you.
1: Both of you are doing this show together today, Melissa. It's a lot of fun. I loved one of the quotes that you said, Roy, um, and I'm going to use it. In fact, every day is a new story. Tell us another story today, Roy.
2: Yeah, you know, every day, every day is going. We've we've got two baby rhinos at the moment on the reserve, and they, you know, that is. Just an absolute thrill you know uh, the, the older rhinos are a little bit uh, suspicious of the vehicles and they'll kind of hold back but the little babies have got no fear they're to- totally fearless and they'll charge the vehicle and they come right up to you and it, it's such fun to to see them and their behavior um yeah they're so- basically just little miniature versions of a rhino miniature versions and it's hard when you see them to imagine that this little thing is going to become that huge thing and uh, so i love to to kind of capture that on, in a photograph to capture the scale of this tiny little yeah. rhino versus the big one and i love to do that with hippos as well when you get hippos to actually come out of the water which they occasionally do and you see the contrast of the little baby hippos and the big hippos <laughs> well i'm looking
1: yeah, Roy, I'm looking at my, because I want to tell the listener right now, uh, if you're sitting down and you're in front of a, a laptop or your phone, mywildlife.com, wild, W-Y-L-D, uh, gal, in the gallery, baby hippo, mama hippo, I'm looking at it right now, um, uh, These are and then the baby rhino next to the adult rhino. Giraffes. I mean, this is just beautiful, beautiful photography. You definitely want to check it out. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Roy. Go ahead. No Those baby rhinos no
3: are still strong, though. They're they're amazingly strong. Oh, they're little toughies. They're, they're like a <laughs> yes.
2: You know, one one of the things we witnessed uh, from the deck was uh, a, a little baby zebra finding its its legs, really starting to run around. Um, You know, because they need to kind of uh, protect themselves in a way, the parents are very protective, but baby zebras can get up and stand about four minutes after they burn. They can actually get up and stand on their feet. And after about 20 minutes, they start to walk. And then eventually they discover they can actually run. (laughs) And when they discover they can run, they run around like little mad things. They'll run, oh, look, I've got legs. And they'll run, <laughs> they'll run, they'll run. Anyway, I managed to capture this on video, this one baby zebra finding its feet. And it was just such a fun thing to watch, just to see how excited it was. And it was running around all the other zebras going, look, I can run, look, I can run. And it's incredible. So it's amazing how nature kind of provides uh, because baby zebras, obviously, they've got the adult zebras they all, they all kind of pack around them uh, to protect them from the predators like the lions yes. and that kind of thing. and uh, what they do is when they're lions or anything they, they start to move around and form this this little movement and that's why a group of zebras is called a dazzle which is an amazing name for a group of zebras <laughs> and, and and it is dazzling because they the lions start to move and the, and I find that also quite fascinating uh, how various animals have various ways of protecting their young. Um, yeah, so that's just that's just one of the other wonderful experiences I had with uh, with being able to capture that moment. And I've only ever seen it once where they, where I actually got zebras finding its feet, and uh, I, I think I might have sent you a little video of that. So. Uh, it's real, quite. It's really a fun thing to watch. Uh, it is. It is a video that we will be posting one of these days on our uh, on our platform. So do look out for it. Uh, it's it's quite a fun little video.
1: I'm going to play a couple of the videos while Melissa asks you that uh, her next question. I'm going to find those. I'll, I'll play those right now. Roy, you did send those to me. Great, excellent.
3: So I. Thank you for sharing these stories. You're taking me back. I'm I'm sitting here giggling. Well, I felt like that little baby zebra as you're telling all the stories because I'm remembering my time in South Africa. And you're bringing it back to life for me. For those who w- want to know more about Synopsis and, and the philanthropic arm of this and getting involved, can you, aside from making donations, is it is it also? Would you encourage people to get onto the site and to spread the word and to get other draw other people to it? There's plenty of people who are looking for a platform, and, and can you guide us a little bit on that?
2: Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, our, our plan is to take take viewers on an absolute adventure. So it's almost like going on a, on a virtual photo safari. So I, I want to, I, you know, we're going to be starting to share more and more videos besides the photographs so you'll actually go along with me and experience what i'm seeing uh pretty much firsthand so that you'll uh, be able to come along and by by signing up and, and 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 joining it costs you absolutely nothing to join the platform and to follow the platform uh you'll be uh, able to see some of the adventures we go on so besides uh uh, the experience at Gondwana, We are going to travel to other reserves where we want to. We, there's another reserve we want to go to where we want to follow the wild dogs, which are amazing, amazing creatures. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and uh, and 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 they are also becoming extinct. So I'm, you know, my mission is to really draw attention to the fact that we as humans are their last hope. We have to make a difference and as jeremiah was saying uh, small change small change is what makes a big change so you donate your small change because if you want to make a change and you want to partake and be and participate in making a difference uh, this is an opportunity to do so and uh, and the conservation department at gondwana needs all the help it can get to to make that difference and they are are really doing it and and starting to reverse the extinction process with some of the animals in in their small way. And if we all make a difference in a small way, we make a difference in a big way. Yes. And that's for me what it's all about. So <laughs> you know, I'm be- trying to do my small little bit to to help encourage others to make their big little bit and together we can make a difference.
3: I think that what happens is we disconnect ourselves, right? So we imagine the animals in the zoo and we don't we because here in the states we don't have animals roaming. We have a, a few. We have an errant coyote and and little. Rabbit here and there, a squirrel, but we don't have this, and so we feel it's so far away. That's why we want to encourage all of our listeners, please, to go to www.mywildlife.com. That's w y l d life.com, and really look, look at these animals. You look in their eyes, you look at these the the expressions that you've captured, and you can't help but feel instantly connected to them. And we have to preserve them. the The thought of extinction is terrifying, and the ramifications far far exceed just the, the visual beauty of the animal when you can catch it. It's a, the ramifications this holds for us as a species, for us, is is terrifying. So thank you so much for all the work that you've been doing. It's 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 very powerful.
1: Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Roy the tisky uh My Wildlife, MyWildlife.com. It's a platform that explores amazing images and intimate experiences of wildlife through the lenses. A celebrated photographer and filmmaker, and special guest today, Roy Zatiski, uh, located in some of the most exotic game reserves throughout Africa. Roy uh, has also a new film series that he is working on, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, and and say goodbye here on our final segment. Join the tribe on Instagram and YouTube at My Wildlife Official. Don't forget my wildlife official wild is spelled with a y w y l d um I, and then on twitter and facebook at my wildlife and visit the website to see the gallery see how you can help donate that pocket change or anything else that you've got or just support uh through joining together and supporting roy and mywildlife.com. we will be right back
4: Buckets of rain, buckets of tears Got all them buckets coming out of my ears Buckets of moonbeams in my hand You got all the love, honey, baby I-
0: Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com.
5: Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny
1: friends, and you can hear them all on its radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen...
3: Hi, this is Carol Swarbrick. Check out Miss Lillian, More Than a President's Mother. It's a wonderful film, and you can find that on Amazon Prime. And I am so pleased to bring you back to The Jeremiah Show. I sailed the
4: climbed up the tall, tall mountain. I met an old, old man. He said, Now, if you got some questions, go and lay them at my feet. But my time here is
5: brief, so you'll have to pick just three. And I said, What do you do with the pieces of a broken heart? And how can a man like me remain in the light? And if life is really Short as they say, then why is the night so long? And then the sun went down, and he sang for me this song.
3: Hi, this is Melissa Yamaguchi with Outcomes the Sun podcast here, co-hosting today with our good friend, Jeremiah Higgins from the Jeremiah Higgins show with our special guest, Roy Zatiski from mywildlife.com, www.mywildlife.com. That's with a Y on wild and Roy we we uh, really would like to ask you to please and give our listeners some information on on going to your gallery and what that means and what all they can do how they can participate people want to know that they can help how can they help
2: absolutely by going to mywildlife.com and visiting the gallery there's an opportunity to buy signed original prints and a percentage of the, uh, the cost of those prints goes back to the conservation departments in the reserves where those photographs were taken. And so that's part of the kind of give back thing that I'm trying to spread amongst other photographers, wildlife photographers, that they all remember to give a little bit back because they take and they managed to capture this photograph, but these reserves spend so much time and effort and money to kind of keep those animals alive. It's the least we can do. You know, I I get up uh, at the crack of dawn You know, there's there's, there's that old saying, early to rise and early to bed and keeps you healthy and all that stuff. (laughs) And um, I've really learned that since I've been in the bush because I have to be up at like 4.35 a.m. to get out there for the sunrise because that dawn is magnificent. And we don't experience that enough in life. And I wasn't before. I was kind of getting up late and kind of not being able to operate until I've had my coffee because I'm a total coffee addict. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and and the early to bed but i the early to bed thing i'm really struggling with because i'm one of these guys that kind of stays up late and i'm always busy with all kinds of stuff late. but i'm having to get myself into a routine so that i can be up early and be bright and and shiny and ready uh, ready to go and get the magic and you know if you go out there with the right attitude the mag- magic presents itself it's not about like am i going to find this or am i going to find this? i am going to find this you put out that kind of attitude and you will and you can manifest anything you know when my family came to visit me in kruger we would join hands in the morning and wish for what we wanted to see that day and it would just appear <laughs> so the one day we get we, we go out and we say um I'd love to see a a leopard in a tree because they're quite a rare thing to see. We go out and we see a leopard in a tree, but it's so far away. I'm the only one in the vehicle with a lens long enough to get a great shot. i get the great shot. Next day, we join hands. We go, we want to see a leopard in a tree, but closer. (laughs) And believe it or not, there it was. We suddenly come around and there is a leopard in a tree closer. And I said, guys, that's the power. That's the power of believing in what you can get in yes. manifestation, instant manifestation. And I think, you know, that, uh, people talk about being in alignment and, uh, and being in the zone. I think that's really what it's about. You've got to believe it. Mm-hmm. You can't have any doubt when you go out there. You go out there with a belief that you're going to find magic and magic presents itself. And I think you can apply that to anything in life. Beautiful, beautiful final words, Roy. I love
1: it. Go get the magic. Go the, get the, magic. the highly quotable, extremely, uh, extremely. Um, I don't know the, your photography. Extremely uh, amazing photography, wildlife photography. He's uh, Roy. is a film director, uh, a DP, a producer. He's also a musician. What what instrument do you play,
2: Roy? I play the blues. I'm uh, play the blues. I'm, yeah, I play the blues. Oh. I I love to uh, meet with my friend guitarists and 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 have a little jam every now and again. It it uh pulls my soul. It's one of the one of, part of my soul food.
1: Mm, love it. Extremely talented in all aspects. Roy Zatiski, thank you so much. My wildlife, mywildlife.com. Thank you, Melissa, for uh, doing a show with me. we first together, The Jeremiah Show and Out Comes the Sun. Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi, we, we teamed up here and, mm-hmm. and we got to talk to such a fascinating man in such a fascinating spot in the world. Photography, mywildlife.com. Check it out and see how you can help. Uh, we learn, we can learn a lot from the animals. And I believe that. I, I believe that, Roy. All right. I'm going to give you final. Melissa, anything? And then we'll give Roy final words.
3: Thank you. You, Your work is very moving. And I think at a time when we've gotten a little bit stale in understanding our fellow man through COVID or whatever else, whatever we want to put it on. I think that reconnecting with our with the source and reconnecting with that magic that we all have the opportunity to see and find through your I I think through your photography. I'm going to go on myself today to www.mywildlife.com and I am going to purchase something. I'm enchanted by your your stories. You're a charming guest. Thank you so much for being with us,
1: Melissa. I have my eye on something. Can you uh, can I tell you what I like? <laughs> yes, yes, please do. I'll get I'll I'll do a group effort here. Uh, my birthday's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding roy final words please
2: uh, i am so grateful to you guys for having me on your shows Um, uh, my my best to Mario, and hopefully we can we can connect sometime uh but thank you both so wonderful to meet you and thank you for the support and uh, on behalf of the animal kingdom i thank you as well because we we can make a difference together. And I uh, thank you for participating in that.
1: Go make the magic happen. I love it. Um, Roy, I, I want to propose something before we say goodbye. Yeah. You're working on a film series, each episode is different, right? You're you're exploring different um different topics, different um different angles of of the the wild kingdom that you live among. Um I'd like to suggest that maybe you come back and talk about an episode or the next episode and, and just keep our, keep keep us up to date with what you are oh. putting together in your film series. We, I'm sure we, our listeners and, and I know I would be
2: fascinated. I'd love to keep in touch and, and continue to talk. Thank you. And if you have any connections that uh, any of the networks that you think might love to, you know, back something like this, support a, a series of this nature and, and flight a series of this nature. I appreciate all the connections. you.
1: Well, I think with. Jonathan and I will talk offline here, and we'll see how we can help for sure. Yeah. Thank you All right. Very Thank nice. you so much, sir. Roy Zatisky. Thank you. Mywildlife.com. Thank, Thank you. Uh, Melissa, my sign-off, I don't know what your sign-off, my sign-off is communicate, listen more, and evolve. I don't have anything
3: up. that's sophisticated and sexy. I just kind of wave my hands.
1: Okay. I like that. That's, <laughs> waving your hands on radio is great.
3: <laughs> Can you feel it?
1: <laughs> Everybody have a great week and you have a great uh, evening, Roy, and, and a great thank you, uh, sunrise so tomorrow.
2: Well, thank cool you. Time. Deep gratitude to you, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
4: I wonder, do I want a simple, simple life that I once lived?
0: or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
5: My name's Danny Dreho. Jeremiah, you're loved, Holmes. I
4: love you. I love
5: you. It's NFL Draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.